All right, welcome everyone to Unsafe Space. Uh, I'm your host, Carter Laren, and I am joined, as always, by the bad mamma jamma, uh, Carrie Smith. Hi, Carter. Yay. Today we have uh, today we have a special guest who is going under a pseudonym. Uh, his name is Harrison, and uh, he's a high school student from Colorado. Harrison, welcome to Unsafe Space. Thanks for having me. So you've got a, why don't you first, I know we're kind of anonymizing you a little bit. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the school you go to, what grade you're in, kind of background info that you're willing to share? Yeah, of course. So I go to a school in the Adams 12 school district, and it's one in like kind of Denver metro area. And at my high school, we have a system that was built around uh, being able to anonymously report things for bullying and that kind of thing. It's called Safe to Tell. And it's become much more of a problem than it has. I've actually never heard a story of someone having a positive influence with it. Wow. It's only been as a weapon, <laughs> which is okay. pretty incredible. Now, uh, so according to the Attorney General of Colorado's website, Safe to Tell, uh, the Safe to Tell model encourages that every student, parent, teacher, and community member has access to a safe and anonymous way to report any concerns about their safety or the safety of others. It sounds lovely. Um, is this like a hotline just so I'm, cause I know they have these things on college campuses like bias reporting lines. Is that what it is? Not really. It's a website. So you can like submit an anonymous report and then you can give a name, you can give description. There's the list of descriptions like of things that can happen are amazing. Like one of them's fire starting, which is weird. Uh, but once you select that, you can, either leave your name out of it, say who it is, and then your report can report it. But you can leave a lot of holes in the story. All you really have to do is give a name and or names and say what they did, and then you're going to get sent to the dean's office. Wait, and, and you get to stay anonymous? Mm-hmm. They don't even know who it is. No one knows who it is. No, so, any, so I could go report you right now because I know your real name. I could go yeah. report you right now and say you're, you know, humping rabbits or something in the backyard, and that's... I don't know. If yeah, and it doesn't whatever. matter if it's off school grounds or not. Like at one point, uh, someone basically what happened was this girl, she was offended that she didn't get invited to a party. So she reported everyone who went. And I think there was like, I would, I want to say 25 suspensions in that week because they would uh, either, they would just immediately get searched or drug tested depending on what she said they did. And if they had anything on them, then they would get suspended. And then other kids would get suspended just because of safe to sell. That's something that happened quite so, recently. So, was, how does this work? Because you've had a run-in. I want to talk about a couple things that have happened to you. But you have had a run-in, at least one run-in with safe to tell, maybe two. Um, like, how does it work? So you're, you're accused of something anonymously. And yeah. then what happens? Because it seems like, you know, that shouldn't be really that actionable. How, how do you find out about it? You get called to the deans and they tell you. <laughs> you get so called out and down. You, like, you received an anonymous report that, okay. you were, that you were vaping in class, which is one that I actually did get, which was very interesting to me. Because at the okay. time, the, it was the person safe told on me for vaping in class. However, I was cold because my school doesn't like to, like some of the rooms in my school just don't get very much heat. So I was breathing into my hands like this. And then immediately someone was like, oh, you're vaping in class. I'm going to report you right now. 
and I knew I knew exactly like who like the three people that it could have been because it's just people who really don't like me and they are the kind of people like they're just not great people so they would be down with trying to get me suspended which was interesting to say the least so so what happens to you so you get called down and they're like hey Harrison uh you've been accused of vaping in class now what like just thank you I'm gonna go home now I don't care what what happens they say okay so we're gonna want to search you or if you get reported for use of like marijuana per se like say you like smoke during your office hour then they're going to drug test you. And that's, I think, uh, one of the last ones that happened to me was someone reported that there were people who were who did smoke weed during my off hour and I was with them. So they tried to give me a search and a drug test, which my parents, uh, well, which my dad refused. Right. And uh, then I got suspended. Bullying him's not going to... Wait, then you, then you got suspended? Mm-hmm. Uh, in my dean's eyes, he said that that's an admission of guilt. Which my dad wow. really refusing to get searched is an admission of guilt. Is that what you're saying? My dad saying no, you cannot drug test or you cannot search my son was in his eyes. It was an admission of guilt, which was pretty interesting. And I so got basically this. Sus- sorry, go ahead. Well, what happened was they tried to suspend me five days, and that would have been the maximum amount they could have done it for. Because then that would have meant that I had marijuana on me, and I had. Uh, it in my system so they would have suspended me for five days however after that everyone that i was with was like what are you talking about that guy all we did was eat a taco bell like he's done nothing what do you mean and then um then because of that i they only suspend me for a day and a half and they hold you for three hours and they hold you in different rooms they're really against phones <laughs> I thought, which I thought was really funny. They don't let you have your phone out. I think I, I got to use my phone once and it was to show uh, the person who was watching me, like the security guard, uh, a picture of uh, the truck that I was going to get in and that kind of thing because she was really nice. But that's, yeah. it's, it's pretty great. She was super nice, but it was, he was angry. He wasn't having a fun time. So, so wait a minute. You, uh, I just want to clarify for everyone because like, I, parents, I don't think understand that this is what happens. You get accused anonymously. And yes. so the school's position is anyone who's cu- accused anonymy, anonymously, which is basically anyone potentially, um, we have a right to search them and drug test them. And if you refuse, then you're suspended. Uh, yes, that's basically what happened. And my dad actually looked into it and he said that in the district's rules and regulations, it never says that that's an admission of guilt. So he could have it could have been new and they couldn't have not updated the system but what probably happened was they just said that to suspend me because is uh really they're really obsessed with being the top because they were pretty high up there in the best school in Colorado for a long time and because of that they like will want to suspend the worst kids so that way they can like the school will look better so there's only like the straight A like really good students there and not the kids who are like ditching class and that kind of thing. And also, uh, I don't know if this is hundred percent true. Don't quote me on it, but I believe that if you get suspended, it still counts as like, you can still say like, you understand how you, the school gets money for how many kids show up to class. Right. So, Oh, I see. But, but being yeah, suspended counts as attended kind of in some weird way. It, yeah, it kind of does. And that's what I've been told by my parents, but I don't know if it's 100% true. Oh, interesting. 
So no, would, you, would you say that you're in the, um, uh, which group are you in? Are you in the, the group that cuts class a lot or the straight A group or are you in a group where you don't really fit in? You, tell us what you would say. So I don't cut class. It's not something that I do. I don't think that it's a good plan at all. And I have only cut class, I think, twice in my life. And it's a terrible decision and I never do it again. But like the only times that I miss school is either if I'm going on a family trip or if I'm sick and communion. I was actually sick the last couple of days and I, do, I didn't have school today because there was a security threat. But uh, apparently someone who was involved in like Columbine was the FBI was looking for her and then all the districts got together and they were like, let's just not have school today. Wow. And so well, she's dead. They found her dead body. Just FYI. Yes. So we, that's, what happened? I didn't go to school at all today. It was great. I slept until like 11 o'clock. It was fantastic. So you think, just so I'm clear, you think the, their intention with this is to try and it's because they care about, um, uh, and they want to try and have a reason to root out, like to suspend people they, they perceive as troublemakers and they're, it's just being over applied or do they also have some kind of, would you say they have some kind of, uh, other reason for it where it's about protecting people from harm right is that is that what they're saying so i would say that is like the reason they suspend they throw out suspensions all the time i think that's the reason why that's happening is because they don't want like the worst kids at school which i think is kind of counterintuitive like you can get suspended for ditching class when you don't want to go to class so they'll do that and then i think the reason why they still have safe to tell is because they think that it's about protecting their students when I think everyone in the district knows it. Oh, like everyone in my Dean's office knows it's not true. It doesn't help anyone. And uh, Are they a lot picking of on you because of your personal pronouns, Harrison, because uh, I heard, I heard you have a alternate personal pronoun choice. Yes. In my first hour class, it's called lit to film where we watch movies. It's a great class. I would totally recommend it. Um, we had it, we got handed out the sheet and it said like, what's your preferred pronoun? And I thought it was hilarious. I, I didn't want to answer legitimately. So I put down Dragon Lord. She didn't appreciate it at all. She was very upset. Uh, she said, she started talking like, wow, this isn't like funny. Uh, whoever like wrote this is just like, you shouldn't do that. People are really get depressed over this kind of thing. This is stupid. And then she knew it was me because I wrote my name on it because I was very proud of myself. And uh, she was like, she pulled me out to the hall and she was like, you can't do this. Like, this is terrible. And then I was like, how do you know that that's not my preferred pronoun? And I was like, I, I took, I, and I was like, I went out on a limb here writing that down and you're just going to like totally get angry. I mean, I used, I used her logic against her because I knew very well that she was going to send me to the office because she threatened it. <laughs> so I had to use her logic against her so I could get out of it because I knew if I went to the office on the first day of the new semester, It'd be a very interesting time because, like, my dad would probably think it's funny. I, I would be sure that. If yeah, I no, your dad would think it's funny based on. Yeah, he's totally cool with it, but I don't want to because I actually wanted to have a decent relationship <laughs> with the teacher. So I'd use your own logic against her, and I felt very smart after I did that. And she was like, she just pulled me back in the room, and I was sitting next to my friend, and then he was like, "Did he get angry about you saying that you're Dragon Lord?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Yeah, was, so does your teacher use Dragon Lord now as a pronoun or no? They give up on that. I don't really, she doesn't really talk to me. So, uh, so she doesn't uh, call Dragon Lord Harrison. I've never experienced her being like, okay, Dragon Lord Harrison. Like, so how much, 
how much time do you guys spend on something like that on pronouns? Uh, it's usually, it depends on the teacher that uh, more SJW or like left leaning teachers could spend just like a day, just like it's a quick sheet. It takes like 15 minutes. So it's not that much effort in their eyes. So that's why it doesn't really bother me that much. But most teachers don't care at all. Like when I was in middle school, I had an English teacher and I asked her how many genders there were. And then she was like, there's two. Question. Is she still teaching? Is she fired? Yeah. <laughs> she is. She's a legendary teacher. One of my friends visited her a while back. Um, but she's like, there's a lot of teachers. There's very few right-leaning teachers. There's way more very broad bias left-leaning teachers. I think there's two teachers that uh, people actually will like call communists. <laughs> and uh, one of them has been arrested like a couple times for like rioting at like women's rallies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nice. So one time he was going to go to it, and you know, uh, so and then his whole class hated him. So they were like, "Come on, please get arrested. Let's get arrested." <laughs> they were is, all it, is this a male teacher who's been arrested at women's rallies rioting? Mm -hmm. So he's <laughs> a male he's feminist. Got, he's got the hat and everything. You know, he loves it. <laughs> but I've never had so a. Do you think? I mean, do you think honestly or not? Like, are they? Do they? Does the administration have it out for you because of? Like, is there any sort of like, they just don't like you personally because of politics or resistance to this kind of stuff? Or is it just, they treat everyone like this, everyone's a criminal as long as they're accused and that's the way it is. So that depends on a couple of things. Personally, I think that they're fairly neutral on me. I know for a fact, the Dean that uh, my dad yelled at, I know he's scared of like calling me down now. I know this because he brought me into the office and he made it very clear that this was like the other Dean's thing, not his. And uh, when I I told like the dean, she was like, "We're gonna have to search you." And then I was like, I "Wouldn't recommend it." Like my parents are very against it, and you're gonna have a rough time. You can ask this other dean, who we're just gonna call Steve. You can ask Steve; like he knows his back. And then he came in, and he was dropping off things that he they had found on other kids. It was like it was a decent amount of stuff actually that they had found. They had searched like three people. So it was like a couple of vapes, uh, a bottle of juice to put in said vapes, and that's like that kind of thing. And when she asked, she was like, hey, Steve, like, did you have a problem when you searched this kid? And he literally just went, huh, yeah, because my dad just started going off on him. And I know he avoids me now, which is interesting. So but I imagine a lot of parents aren't as uh, proactive much of a backbone as your dad. <laughs> Right, and might so, just say, like, oh, search him, I guess, if he was accused. I know someone who's had about as many problems with safe to tell as I have, and his dad just goes, search him and tell me what you find, and that kind of thing. And really, that kind of thing really matters to what the deans do on the side. So, like, one of them's a wrestling coach, one of them's a softball coach. The one that's a softball coach was the one who asked Miller about uh, meeting his coach. So when that happened she's brought in tons of kids from the softball team and let them off with warnings and the teacher who the dean who is the wrestling coach does the same thing i've heard stories of people getting having accusations that would suspend me easily and everyone else but since they do the sport and if they're your varsity you're immortal to that kind of thing Right. And they well, that, tell you, stay in the dean's office. I don't want to see you there. But if you they see you there, they're going to just kind of like let it go. That that sort of thing hasn't changed since we were your age, probably. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, didn't, we didn't have a bias report reporting system where you could anonymously turn people in for stuff that you made up, yeah. but we, we definitely always had, uh, you know, athletes who were not subject to the same rules. I would just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when I wrestled. I was, it was great. I, I never got called into the office when I got wrestled because I was scared of my coach because I saw him like, he's super strong. He's really good at what he does. But I saw him like just be like this him and he was all American and he was a really good wrestler and I wanted to stay out of the office, but I know people who had gotten called in the office and they've gotten easy warnings when other kids would have gotten suspended or worse. Yeah. Do they happen to teach you guys about the German Stasi at all? Is that part of your history course? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason they don't they don't teach you about the Stasi. So the Stasi were uh, kind of like uh, average citizens to be kind of everyday informers on their neighbors, um, and uh, and report their neighbors for activity that was suspect. And um, it basically turned everyone into a potential spy. So kids would report on their parents. Um, you know, friends would report on each other. And uh, as you can imagine, it creates a, a culture of, of fear and secrecy. And it's a, a great authoritarian tool um, for control. Uh, and it reminds me a lot of Safe to Tell. Uh, I guess maybe that's why they don't, they don't teach about the Stasi. I don't know. <laughs> well, also, we don't learn nearly as much, like we learn it the teacher's way, not really the curriculum's way as much. The teachers will, like, they teach you for, they'll teach you vaguely on the curriculum, but it's, if you get a certain teacher, like the one that has gone arrested for, like, going to the women's rallies, <laughs> if you get him, you're getting a very specific side of history. You're not going to get, you know, the whole picture. You're not going to get both sides. You're going to get the side that he prefers. And then wow. also sprinkling stuff from today's politicians, I've uh, heard him talk about Trump a lot. That's something that he really gets angry about. And I've heard stories of him just being like a terrorist in general. Yeah, not in a good way, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what's the culture in high school like generally? I mean, uh, do high schoolers take all this stuff seriously? Or is it kind of, is like social justice a joke? Or is it a, like a culturally like a, is it the popular kids or SJWs? Or are they kind of... Is it not cool? I don't know. I don't know anything. I wasn't even cool when I was in high school. <laughs> so, you can find SJWs, but a lot of the kids at, in my high school, they do not care at all. Like, they think that it's really stupid, but then you'll, you'll see a couple of them. There's That's- lots of kids who, there's lots of uh, male kids who will, like, wear makeup to school and uh, I went to prom last Saturday and there were like two or three guys who dressed like girls and then came, which no one really cared about. We were just like, whoa. (laughs) And it's that kind of thing, a lot of it. But, you know, most of the, it's not really like, you don't get popular from being an SJW. You get popular because you have good social skills, which most SJWs hang out with other SJWs and right. you can find little Throwing ad hominem at people is not a good social skill, I guess. That's awesome news though. Can I interrupt? That's great because yeah, that confirms something that we've been hearing. So um I'm I'm uh aging myself. I'm quite a bit older than you, Harrison. I'm forty. Um and so the SJWs I would say started 
at, at least at, they tend to be younger than me, than us, Carter, a little, right? But they started with our generation. And, um, but what I've been hearing, so like Gen Y, mostly, I would say, is very heavily SJW. Millennials. Millennials. But what I've been hearing is that Generation Z, which would be more of like your age group, is sort of rejecting that because, and that makes sense to me because youth culture is always pushing against whatever the status quo is. I mean, that's what punk rock is, is to push back against what you're being told you have to do. And so would you, would you say that you feel like your, your generation, maybe I'm reaching too far here, but is it kind of like, it's not cool now because it's such a status quo thing that, that, uh, I mean, I think SJWs are puritanical and, and who wants to be a Puritan? So, not a lot of people like them. I would definitely say that, but I wouldn't attribute it to us being just like, Oh, Oh, that's stupid. Like we shouldn't like that. Not just because we want to reject it. I'd attribute it to the internet <laughs> there. You can find a lot of like funny, like uh, memes about just SJWs being stupid and it's really easy and they're very accessible and they're very funny. So that's <laughs> that thing, mainly. And also they're just like, a lot of us just think it's stupid. It's like, why are you doing that? Like, you were born this way. Why are you switching it to something else that makes little sense? Yeah. That's like a thing. But yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty rejected. It's if something happens, like if someone like just immediately became transgender, it would blow over pretty quickly. But I would say for a solid week, it would be like something that we would talk about. Like it would be drama per se. In the school, right. would be like a lot of dude. Did you? Well, how do you define? How do you define SJWs? Um, just someone who's like very left-leaning and they believe in like the new generation of feminists, I would call us and that kind of thing more. And that's how I usually define them. It's something where you see it and then you hear them like start, you know, yelling and they get really like riled up. And you're like, that's an SJW right there. <laughs> when you like, so you can tell by their reactions sometimes. Is that what you're saying? Or? Yeah. They wear funny hats usually to certain marches. <laughs> So, um, when, if, do you, so I have, I heard a rumor, I don't, I, I kind of want to check it, check in with you on it. Cause it, I heard a rumor that, um, when people are called things like racist in high school, um, the word doesn't mean anything anymore and kids just laugh at it. Is that true at your school? Or is that like a, if I were to say Harrison's a racist, would people be like, Ooh, or would they say like, shut up? It really depends on who you ask, actually. Uh, if someone said, okay, yeah, like, you're racist, then everyone that, like, I know would be like, that's a total lie. But then if it got to, like, way out, blow, got blown out of proportion, it really wouldn't happen. People get called racist, like, every other day at my school. Like, my school's pretty messed up now that I think about it. Like, uh, it just if that kind of thing happens, it blows over really quickly. It's not something that can stick per se it will it'll blow over really fast and that's if it actually becomes like something big that happens which really the big things that happen are more related to safe to tell and kids getting suspended and uh sometimes like just massive parties that get a ton of kids suspended that kind of thing is what people talk about Ooh, or uh the person who finished at all those people that i talked about earlier she got her car egged they poured chick-fil-a sauce on it which damaged the paint <laughs> and they just like they really like they just kind of like 
broke her car in a way. They really just started messing with it. And uh, I think someone TP'd her house and that kind of thing. And uh, she switched schools, actually, because she said Wait, that she was, was doing what, what did she do? She uh, she didn't get invited to this party. Well, she showed up anyways. Well, that one. That and then one. they kicked her out. And then she snitched out everybody. And a ton of people got suspended. And a couple of people got MIPs, which are more their fault than anyone's. But it's an MIP. Minor in possession. So uh-huh. one kid had, uh, I think he had like dabs or something on him, and which is really concentrated marijuana. And uh, he got suspended for it. Then he got an MIP and that kind of thing. And then once that happened, they her car got eggs, someone keyed it, like all that kind of stuff happened. And she ended up switching schools because she said she was getting bullied, which was pretty much her fault. Like I kind of feel bad because, you know, it's, it's not a great thing to do to just destroy someone's car like that. But well, she I mean, started she bullying, had... it sounds like, by anonymously yeah so well that's the thing about the system is it it seems like it it uh even though they say it's intended to protect kids it actually is being used by a weapon or it can be used by a weapon for bull for people to anonymously bully other people so it's just a cycle of bullying you i bullied you you're gonna bully me back and forth um that's the danger of it well hey i have a i have an old person question since you define dabs what is vaping is that just like e-cigarettes You don't know what vaping is? Break it down for you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Go, ahead. Is, Go ahead, Harrison. Okay, so what happens is you can buy it's a like tons of what you get. There's a few different kinds of them. There's uh like mods and then there's compact salt lake devices. So the salt lake devices are very small. They're like maybe this big, roughly. Like uh this is an iPhone eight. It's probably like this wide and like this long. So they have like a retractable part in this little container and then you can pour vape juice into it, which is uh, a lot of flavoring and uh, vegetable grease and that kind of thing. And then there's nicotine in it and and, uh, on the compacts, it's salt nick is what it's called. And then you put it into this battery compartment and it gets charged with a micro USB usually. And then uh, when you inhale on it, it triggers the juice to be dripped onto cotton and the cotton gets pulled onto coils heat it up and then it creates a vapor that you inhale so it's ex- pretty much exactly like a cigarette it's ex- except it's uh it has less effect on you per se like your lungs don't get turned black or anything like that from what i've been told so we're and talking about nicotine just so people and not and not mm-hmm. marijuana okay thank no. you well you can't you marijuana. can vape marijuana as well and and both of them are sub- theoretically yeah. safer than smoking substances mm-hmm. right yeah, so if you want to put marijuana in something that you have to vape, you have to do it yourself, which is not recommended by anyone. Well, you can go to a dispensary and buy a vape. I don't yeah, know if that's true, but I've never heard of someone buying it just straight from a... Well, uh, then you're California. About, they're all over the place. Yeah. So then you're talking about something different. You're talking about dab pens then, which no, are... No, no, no. No, dab pens are different. <laughs> dab, pens are, uh, dab pens are concentrate. Vape is just oil. Um, there's there's a difference. That dabbing is different than vaping. I just wanted yeah. him to define what he meant by vaping, and and it's been clear now he meant yeah. nicotine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even I don't even do it, but uh, I ran a I ran a cannabis accelerator and fund. Um, <laughs> it's quite popular in California, um, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, okay. So can I ask you a question, Harrison? 
So we talked about racism and how ubiquitous that has become where there's so many accusations of it that it doesn't really mean, seem to mean anything. What about um, sexism and stuff? Like, have you heard the term toxic masculinity? At my school? Yeah. Um, Only from students. (laughs) The (laughs) teachers don't talk about it. I I would have to ask one of my friends who's had like one of the really left-leaning teachers, which are both male. And to see if that's like a thing but i have like had people show up and they have you know like big trucks and they carry like and they're like wearing like hunting stuff and that kind of thing they're like your basic you know suburban redneck ones so they will get told that it's toxic toxic masculinity i had one time one of my friends they were like just trying to be like gentlemanly when they want they go like as we're going on a date with just some girl and she got angry at him because he like paid for everything and she like he was holding the door open for her <laughs> and then she got angry at him i think that's the only time that i've ever heard of something like in that same range i've only heard students say that kind of thing i've only heard students be like there's too much toxic toxic masculinity i've never heard like a teacher be like y'all need to solve this okay <laughs> happen well, that's have, uh, good i guess right. yeah that's good i guess yeah but she got oh, mad at yeah. him because he paid for the date and he held the door for her yeah, uh, well, then he paid for her food and everything, and she got angry about it, which I thought was really interesting. I was like, it's kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, she could pay. Yeah, if you <laughs> want quality, I mean, I'm trying to save money here, so it's going to go great. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, is there anything else? Uh, Carrie, do you have any other questions for Harrison uh, about... Along those same lines, have you heard... Yeah, have you heard of, I'm just curious, because some of these concepts, these are SJW concepts that um, people are learning in colleges, and I'm just wondering, you know, I know you're just talking about one specific high school, but I'm wondering how, um, if you've heard of any of these or not, have you heard the term rape culture before? Like, we live in a rape culture? Not not at school? It hasn't hit the high school yet, okay, because it's got to trickle down. You got to wait for the kids who are in college to become teachers and then go to high school. <laughs> it's gonna it'll slowly trickle down, but it hasn't hit it yet. I'm sure that uh, when you know some of my like younger cousins hit high school, it'll be more mainstream per se. If it doesn't like just kind of blow over. Yeah, unless your generation nips it in the bud. Yeah, well, I haven't heard that at all from teachers or students. Uh, I'm sure that there are people who believe in it. I'm, I'd be totally positive about that, but you know, I don't really, I don't know a lot of those kinds of people. So you don't know, you don't hear terms like intersectionality or that kind of stuff in class. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, I guess that is good. I, don't worry. You can, uh, you'll hear all of it in college. Where <laughs> <be great>. uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, Harrison, I mean, this is this is super helpful. Um, thank you for uh, thank you for giving us some hope, some insight, I guess. Yeah, uh, and some, some hope. Insight, some hope uh, that kids yeah. are still kids. Do you know what I mean? You're talking about the stuff yeah. kids are getting in trouble for, like partying, egging, cars, whatever. I'm like, okay, so kids are still kids. Um, they actually so- never caught the person who did that. They like they they started they looked for him for like assault three weeks, but they never were able to figure it out because the parking lot cameras are terrible. They're like it's like filming on a toaster. It's really bad. <laughs> so they couldn't figure out. They just saw like blurs. 
and they called on everyone and everyone was like, where were you at this time? And then all of them like said somewhere that wasn't Chick-fil-A. So they didn't have, a, they couldn't figure it out. They just didn't know. Well, I'm sure Jesse Smollett has some theories about who might have been responsible. So <laughs> I'd like to do, can we, we, we should do a regular show where Harrison uh, tells us what, tells us the old people, what other, what young people terms mean. I'm joking. <laughs> like YOLO. I'm joking. Do you have I any, uh, you have any terms for us? <laughs> Depends. Uh, all right, sure. Let's do this. It's a term that's very common now. It's called boot gang. Uh, if you say boot that you gang, gang yes, like B O O T G A N G. All right. So okay. if you say the word boot gang, it means you took someone from something, but it's usually semi consensual, like uh, that kind of thing. Or you could just like have gotten something from someone. Someone just gave me a call. Or you could have gotten something from someone and then you could say, oh, yeah, he boot ganged that from them, like that kind of thing. So, like, uh, huh. Okay. Like bull guarding. <laughs> what? No, no. <laughs> hey, Carrie, is, do I have it right? It's like yeah, you have it right. So I think boot ganging okay. is what we used to call bogarting. Oh. <laughs> B-O-G-A-R-T. <laughs> uh, <This> is- <laughs> I feel so old. Wait, all right, teach me one more and then we'll let you go. Do you have another, you have another term for us? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, someone's really like a big guy. Like they're, they're pretty tall and they're pretty fat, that kind of person. You're going to call that kind of guy a big chungus, okay? Because it's mean. <laughs> a big and chungus? Big chungus, yeah. Uh, that's okay. one that's really common. Uh, me and a lot of my friends use that kind of thing. That's probably one of the more common ones now. The memes kind of died, but it, the word still lives on because it's just fun to use. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've learned, right. I've learned two things today, and you've given us hope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is uh, also though. I'm, I'm. Uh, you've given me heartburn over the safe to tell thing. Uh, mm-hmm. That is, uh, that's pretty horrible. Um, so, I guess anyone who's using safe to tell in Colorado, uh, stop. It's, uh, it's really the Stasi. So, um, yeah, you achieve nothing. <laughs> right. Except for I lose school, and it just becomes a problem for everyone. Yeah, there seems to be this like uh, guilty until proven innocent thing now. So I guess that's this is just part of it. Well, the dean set themselves up as judge, jury, and executioner. So yeah. if they get a report, they can they decide themselves. It's not like other people don't really matter. So yeah, that's the main problem. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you, uh, thank you for for joining us, Harrison, and. Um, yeah, good luck with the rest of high school. I hope you don't get suspended uh, for too many things and that you never have to get searched again. But uh, who knows? I guess if someone, if I'm, if I'm pissed at you for some reason, I'll just go at uh, to Safe to Tell on Colorado's website and, and start, yeah. uh, start reporting you for various things. Uh, mm-hmm. I, know, I know Carrie's thinking about doing that already. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you for coming on. Yeah, of course. It was nice talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, you too. All right. Thank, thanks. Uh, thanks, Harrison. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Um, please follow us at Unsafe Space on Twitter. You can go to YouTube and subscribe to un- at Unsafe Space, which is the channel name. And you can go to unsafespace.com and give us your email address. So after we get banned from YouTube, we can still tell you where to um, find our videos. Nice. Take care. Thanks, guys.